When the Kujus came into our world, we were told it would make things easier. When the Kujus came into our homes, we were told it would save us time. When the Kujus took over our lives, we were told it was for our own good. But when Fenton Kwan abandoned us, we realized we could be free. The off-off grid is the unplugged community you've been waiting for. The reliance on quantum tech has left humanity out of touch. Out of touch with nature, out of touch with the world, and out of touch with each other. Join us on the off-off grid. Get ready to reconnect. Get ready to reconnect. Get ready to reconnect. You're listening to Quantum, an audio miniseries from Andres Wong and Highly Scientific Productions. Episode 2, Organic Content. Ying and Luna crash through the wilderness outside of the city, pursued by a snarling hairy beast. Remember that? How they went to the forest to find the off-off grid and the hippies who... Just go listen to the last episode again. You'll get it. Anyway, they're running. At least it's chasing us in the general direction we wanted to go. Oh god, I gotta quit smoking. What are we gonna do? We can't run forever! I can! Ying veers off the trail and grabs onto a signpost doubled over and dry heaving. It's pretty gross. Oh, uh, Ying, look at this sign. It says, proceed with extreme caution. Do not feed the wildlife, no matter how adorable. Wildlife? Like bears? No, pets. Fun fact. Humans didn't need organic animal companions once everyone had a kuju. Most of the pets were abandoned in the woods, where they reverted back to their feral roots. Well, if that's what's chasing us, how scary can it be? No more running. Luna, engage self-defense mode. <gasps> Just level one. Don't get too excited. Ah, fine. Luna blinks and her eyes shift from yellow to orange, casting an eerie light on the scene. The bushes tremble and a ghastly creature stumbles into the light. Folds of wrinkled flesh quiver around its drooling, growling mouth. Oh god, it's hideous! People kept these things as pets? It's a pug. Luna's eyes shift back to their normal yellow. I think it's dying. Should I kill it? Brutus, bad boy, leave her alone. A young woman comes limping through the trees, leaning on a large walking stick. Her blonde hair is in dreadlocks, and she's dressed like a sensuous, homeless Moses. Brutus, do you want a cookie? Go get it. Oh my gosh, wow. Sorry about him. He's really sweet with me, but he's still getting used to, like, humanity in general. He is your chosen companion? He's a rescue. We're okay, thank you. What are you doing so far outside the city? We don't get that many visitors, especially ones with active tech. If you want to see active tech, wait till self-defense mode level 5. I become a total badass. I'm, uh, Spring. Sp Spring. Spring's my given name, and this is... Uh, Spajunia? I am? Yes. Quick thinking, Ying. Hi, I'm Esther. Esther? 
This is the dirty hippie who stole- You were just the hippie I'm looking for. From the off-off grid, right? I saw the ad. Huh. We stopped running ads years ago when we realized we needed to truly break free of the capitalist machine. It just made a really lasting impression. In fact, I've been thinking about it and I want to join you. I'm ready to go coach you free. You are? I mean, Spadunia's fine, but she's followed me around my entire life. Of course I have. It's my most basic function. You made me this way. I need a change. Some alone time for once. Also, she's getting really catty as her parts wear down. I am a puppy cat model. These are puppy cat parts. Well, going coochie free is a big commitment, Spring. You'll have to prove yourself. I already ran through these woods to find you fighting off ferocious, I mean, adorable pets. I even know your theme song off by heart. Get ready to reconnect. Get ready to reconnect. Eh? Wow. All right. We'll see if you got what it takes. Follow me. Watch your step. There's a pack of really horned up chihuahuas in the area. Nature's so majestic. Esther marches ahead, surprisingly quick for a lady weighed down by so many scarves from the Stevie Nicks collection. No, Brutus! Squirrels are our friends! We don't eat friends! You are sick of me? Luna, you know I was just saying that to get her to take us. This is perfect. But I thought we were going to sneak in together, Spring, if that is your real name, which it is not. This is better than sneaking in. It's espionage! Esther doesn't seem dangerous. I'm more concerned about those chihuahuas and heat. Not dangerous for you. I have self-preservation software. I don't want to walk into a group that is boycotting my kind. How much time do we have before Cheeseburger burns out? Not enough time to argue about this. We have to risk it for Granny. I know. Hey, how about another nature fun fact? Fun fact! Without a Kuchu companion, humans have a 23% survival rate in the wilderness. Not your funnest fact, Luna. Ying, Luna, and Esther stand in front of the heavily locked gate of the off-off grid compound. The fence is tall and topped with razor wire. Cozy. Spring, do you feel that? That energy? I kind of do, actually. What is that? The off-off grid is a sacred place. One step through that gate's path is the first gated step of the path step forward to your future path. Are you ready to step past that path and take the first future gated step path towards your future? Now? Yes? Let's do this? Wow. Commitment. I'll send the signal. A man runs up to the gate carrying a large ring of keys. His dirty man bun bounces happily on his head. Wow, Esther, what do we have here? A new friend? Bring it on in, friend. We're huggers here. Oh, God. Patchouli. Ethan, this is spring. We have a new seeker of reconnection. Wow. Great name, great vibes. It's been forever since we got new blood. I'll give you the grand tour, but first, gotta turn off that tech. I have a name. It's Petunia, I think. I know it's hard at first, but you get used to it. 
I've only been here a year, and I can't even remember my Kuju's name. I think it was... Chuck? Okay. Spatunia? Sleep mode. I hope you know what you're doing! We're so proud of you. Yeah, wow. Hey, Freddy! Come here. Freddy, a Dickensian little urchin with bare feet and torn tunic, approaches. Here, son. Take this little puppy cat to the shed, okay? For safekeeping. Okay, Dad. I mean it, Freddy. Right to the shed. This is not a toy. I know, I know. That's my boy! Freddy steals a glance at Ying before carefully taking Luna in his arms and shuffling away. All cute and shit. You will keep her safe, right? Don't worry, Spring. It's a process. We can't expect you to go Kuju free overnight. Baby steps, buddy. We still gotta see if you're one of us. 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 As they walk toward the bonfire, Ying takes in the compound. Chic minimalist spaces and holistic yurts overgrown with weeds and littered with filthy scraps of cloth and wood. Like a bushy rehab clinic went full Lord of the Flies. One of us. One of us. One of us. Hey guys, sick chant. Oh, the new friend. It's so great to meet you. I've been waiting for you all day. You have? Totally. I was nauseous this morning, which means a new friend is arriving at night. Are you a Libra? I think I am. <laughs> that is such a Libra thing to say. Hey, my name's Yanni. Come sit by the fire. It's so cozy. You got pretty hair. Can I braid it? Ah, I mean, sure. What are strangers for? From the shadows of the commune, more and more off-off gritters emerge to ogle the new arrival and join the party. Between the drum circles and the scraggly clothing, it's like a shitty Burning Man. So, Burning Man. This place is huge. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? This used to be a power plant, but it's been abandoned for years. The original founders reclaimed it for the cause, and as we got more in touch with nature, we let nature reclaim it too. Wow. I still can't believe you trekked all the way through the woods to find us. You know, those pets are no joke. We had an infestation here last year. A bunch of guinea pigs plowed right through my yurt flaps. Ow. I can't even imagine what that would feel like. Good thing Esther found me when she did. I was compelled. I felt a powerful force telling me there was someone out there. Also, you were very loud. Esther can always tell when someone new is arriving. She has a gift. A few weeks ago, she found the Kuju apologist, Dr. Ganyan, wandering around the perimeter fence. Dr. Ganyan. Ying recalls a debate between a well-dressed, articulate nuclear scientist and a blithering conspiracy theorist who thinks Kuju's give you rickets or something. Ying remembers that the scientist was obsessed with cracking Fenton Kwan's nuclear formulae and also that she had really cute hair and that her name was... Dr. Ellie Gagnon? The smoke show on Channel 5? Oh, we don't have TV here. That woman was like an addict trying to get clean... Poor thing. I thought she was ready to let it go, but some people just aren't strong enough. Even after the sponge bath. What? Esther reaches out and holds Yang's hands. Ugh, clammy. But I have a good feeling about you, Spring. Totally. We know how trustworthy you are by your super authentic name. We believe in you. We believe in you. We believe you. in you. We believe in you. you. We believe. We believe.
Much later that evening, Ying takes refuge inside her off-off-grid standard-issue yurt. It's cramped and dark, but protects her from the party that continues outside. She untangles the messy knots left in her hair by Andy's shaky fingers. Ugh. Something's off here. I shouldn't have let them take Luna. That is correct, but I forgive you. Luna? Luna, you're back online. I'm fully operational, thanks to Freddy. Freddy, the little barefooted boy, follows Luna into the yurt. I know how to turn her back on. She's like my Kuju Quackers. I miss him. He was a duck and he sang songs about numbers and he was my best friend. Freddy told me they are hiding Kujus as well as parts. Really? I, I, I don't want to get in trouble. It has to be a secret. Come. Freddy slips outside into the darkness of the compound. Luna and Ying scramble after him. Uh, uh, the doctor lady was looking for old Kujus too. You mean Dr. Gagnon? Yep, I showed her the shed, but she didn't find what she was looking for. But, but you guys might. Freddy points to a large wooden shed along the perimeter fence. We hide them all in there. Bit murdery, but okay. Those hypocrites. They use Kujus just like the rest of us. Bloodstone injectors must be in there too. Ying rushes toward the shed and flings the door open. What? Oh no! The shed is packed to the roof with Kuju parts and pieces. Hardware, shells, ejectors. Every piece charred black, damaged beyond repair. It's a bummer, and yeah, a bit murdery. No, no, no! Luna rushes to Ying's side and digs through the blackened mass. She pulls out a Gen 1 ejector, the perfect compatible model for cheeseburger. It comes apart in her paws. It's all burnt. Every piece. The doctor lady was mad too, but Esther says we have to. What was that? They run toward the sound. Peering around the back of the main building, they see another roaring bonfire, bigger than the last one. The flames burst with green and blue light. A large crowd dances around chanting. Does anyone actually know this song? If you truly reject the world and the way we've become detached, then you have to change it. Lead the way and we will follow. Esther, standing above the crowd on a boulder, holds up a mutilated kuju with legs missing and a sensor hanging out of its eye socket. It's not enough to disable the Kujus. Reject Fenton Quan for the false icon he is. Destroy the tech. Destroy the ideology. Destroy! 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 Destroy. I'm Andy! Into the fire! Esther throws the Kuju into the flames. The hippies drop to their knees platoon style, and with a sick wave, radioactive energy surges through the crowd. I'm gonna barf. What do we have here? Esther looks toward Ying and Luna's weak-ass hiding spot. The crowd all turn to look, blue-green flames flickering behind them. Freddy has disappeared. Spring. It hasn't even been three hours. 
You're too weak to detox. We should have burnt that little beast right away. Esther, what are you doing? People need those kuju parts. People need water and food and oxygen. We're helping them remember. My granny uses her kuju for oxygen. You have no idea the damage you're doing, even right now. You're making your own people sick. <sighs> Radiation is natural. We just release it back into the world. Don't you feel that energy in the air? That's the energy of the real world pulling you towards the truth spring. It's abominations like Spetunia there that are poisoning the world. You surely know that's not a real name. You have no right to speak here. You are an object, a product of Fenton Kwan's lies. All the pieces, all the kujus must be destroyed! <laughs> the crowd creeps toward Yang, arms outstretched, maniacal smiles on their dirty faces. Luna? Yes? Engage self-defense mode. Level five. Oh, excellent. Luna's metal hackles raise, and her eyes shift from yellow to orange to bright red. Long, deadly claws burst from her paws like wolverines. The superhero, not the animal. Step away from my human. You have been warned. Step away from my human. Engaging flamethrower in five. You don't have a flamethrower. They don't know that. Incineration. Incineration engage. Burn them all. The Kutu Operator is upon you. You are burned by fire. All right, we've officially scared the shit out of them. Let's get out of here. Luna, lady. Freddy waves frantically by a tiny hole in the chain link fence. Use my secret forest portal. This way. The hole, um, portal is a little too small for Ying, so Luna opens it up a bit. Thank you, Freddy. You're very brave. Freddy pats her head. What a cutie. Now that you scared them, maybe they'll stop hurting the Kuchus. I doubt it. That was a colossal waste of time. We almost died, I had to get my hair braided, and we still don't have an ejector. The, the doctor lady took a few things when she ran away. Maybe if you asked nice, she could share. That's a great idea, Freddy. You know, you could come with us if you want. Child Protective Services is on our way. That's okay. My dad needs me. Wow, Freddy. Oh no, wow, did the Kujus get you? Wow, or the Chihuahuas? Don't play dead. It only makes them hornier, Freddy. I, I gotta go. Bye, Luna. Bye, lady. And once again, we find our heroes running through the woods. We call that book ending in the narrative game because it's the same as the start. The, uh, oh, anyway, running again. I guess we're running again. I scared them enough to buy us some time, but yes, we should still run. Well, at least we have a plan B now. Does plan B include a shower? Your odor is quite exceptional. Yes, a shower and a cigarette. And then we find Dr. Genyal. But definitely a shower first. Yes, Luna, I get it, I stink. Jesus, can we just- Like a barf farted. <laughs> Thank you. Quantum is created by Andres Wong. Episode 2, Organic Content, written by Becca Friesen, with Kira Hall, Mitchell Rathgeb, Samuel Smith, and Andres Wong. Directed by Andres Wong. <laughs>
with performances by Becca Friesen, Kira Hall, Jonathan Ho, Tony Kim, Scott Law, Chris Siddiqui, and Samantha Wan. Audio by Ryan Kouldry, Ian Geldart, and Mitchell Rathgeb. Quantum theme by Mitchell Rathgeb. Produced by Kira Hall and Andres Wong for Highly Scientific Productions. This podcast was produced with the generous support of Actra Toronto. And you, you out there listening, thank you so very much. There's about 5 million podcasts out there, and it means a lot that you're here listening to ours. If you liked it, please share it and tell your friends about this new thing you're listening to. See you soon for Episode 3, Analytics. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!